What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Ali Connects Podcast. And happy, happy new year. Happy 2021 to you and your family, your friends, your loved ones. Um, I wish you guys all the best. I really, really hope that this year is different compared to last year. Because 2020 was a shit show. The pandemic, all of the political stuff that was going on in the world. It was just a lot to to digest, you know. And we as humans, we're not used to all of the chaos. Sometimes we really just need to like chill out and live life one day at a time. But I don't know, me personally, I feel like everything was just happening so fast. I don't know if you guys watched that documentary on Netflix. It was actually like a dark humor documentary called Death of 2020. We actually watched it last night and it was so funny because each month you saw how crazier and crazier things got and a lot of it just had to do with politics, you know, like it wasn't really like something that we we genuinely experienced on an individual level, but it was more like as a society how much shit has happened um, and you really start to to notice how fucked up this society we live in is, you know. And that for me was really, really eye-opening, the fact that so much shit is happening and we are, you know, products of it. We are the ones that are living it. We are the ones that are consequences of it, um, bearing the consequences of it as well. So what I want to talk about in this episode is really exactly that. If you look around, a lot of the things that happen in life happens because of uncontrollable circumstances and yeah, sometimes you can control it, but not really, right? It's on a more bigger scale and a little bit out of our individual control. What is in our control is the way we choose to react and the way we choose to perceive things, right? And a lot of the times when a new year comes around, a lot of people have these new year's resolutions like, oh, go to the gym more often or uh, eat healthier or spend more time with family, etc., etc. But rarely you hear people talk about new year's intentions you know like mental intentions emotional intentions that you have for yourself and that you set out for the year so that's what i really want to touch upon is how can we use vision boards but instead of it being vision boards for physical things in our life and things that we want to achieve in the physical world how can we use vision boards to uh, improve our emotional health and our mental health Um, I think that's really important. Like I said, considering the fact that society is fucked up on a general scale, um, the way we choose to react to certain things really says a lot about our character, you know, and it really sets the, the trailblazing for our generations to come. So if we're traumatized by a lot of things that happen, most of the time that trauma is then passed down to our kids and their kids, and it's just a continuous toxic cycle. So once you break the cycle, I'm pretty sure that your lineage to come is, you know, built stronger and is uh, held a little bit more together. So the first step in creating a mental health vision board, this is literally just my my take on it. Um, I haven't really done much research on what a mental health vision board is. I'm not even sure if it exists, but for me, you know, this is something that I have been thinking about. This is something that I do on a regular basis as well, not just for a new year, but, you know, for every month of the year. Um, Sometimes when I start something new, I also have like a mental vision board of how I choose to react and how I choose to uh, learn from it to make myself 
better mentally. So yes, the first step that you want to do when creating a mental health vision board, um, you really have to sit back and just reflect, you know, so just sit back 10 minutes, 20 minutes to an hour and just sit and think about your life, the experiences that you've had, um, really reflect and try to understand what you've been through. That's the really the first step that you have to take because in order to create goals, you really need to understand what is what is it that needs improving, right? Like you can't just um, create a goal without any uh, background information, you know, like it, it just won't work. So really just take the time out and reflect, reflect on your life, reflect on things you've been through, try to understand it a little bit more Um Play, uh, areas of your life where you thought needed improvement or needed more of your energy, even less of your energy, you know, in terms of friendships, in terms of politics. A lot of people spend their time invested in governmental politics or just things that really change over time with or without you. You know what I mean? So why do people spend so much time investing themselves in things that change regardless you know it's like you're trying to to understand one concept but the concept the concept is ever-changing you just there's no benefits for you from doing that so really just pinpoint areas where you think you could improve on in terms of understanding yourself better uh for me for example a lot of the mental work that I've been doing for myself, um, I noticed that I'm really trying to work on healing from my childhood trauma. Um, this is different for everyone. Some people don't even have childhood trauma. They just have trauma from different aspects of life. Maybe things that they have failed at or uh, things that they've lost, etc., etc. But for me, it's really about healing and understanding my own childhood trauma so that I can be a better version of myself. I'm not gonna lie, this has been such a difficult journey just to understand what I've been through because I noticed that my personality is really a mirror of what I've been through. You know, sometimes I, I mimic the environment that I was growing up in and I, I start to portray those same emotions and those same values sometimes. And I'm really working hard on trying to change that trying to be my own person and take my mind out of being a product of my environment. You know, because you want to be an individual, you want to be authentic. And a lot of the times we're affected by the society that we're in. A lot of the trends that we follow aren't really who we are as people, you know. I noticed that a lot with people who deal with insecurity and jealousy. Um, I was, uh, I am a victim of that actually, but there are a lot of people that I know, even really good friends of mine, who feel so lost in the bubble that they're in because they try to fit this, this persona that doesn't exist because it's what other people tell them that they should be. And that can sometimes be very toxic because at the end of the day, when you have to sit back and reflect to make your own vision board, you're just wondering, like, who the fuck am I? Like, what am I doing here? What do I like to do? What are my goals? What are my dreams? You just lose such a, a touch with yourself. You lose touch with yourself and you don't understand who you are and what, what you do, what your purpose is here on this earth. And that's where the true 
challenge is is to really just cut yourself off from other people's opinions of you and um other people's perception of you and try to you know be your own person that's what i would like this uh reflection session to be like for you and even if you've already gone past that and you've already moved on from what other people think of you and you're your own person that's great now you have the chance to actually sit back and reflect and then think on your goals ahead for your emotional well-being but people who haven't um gone through that journey of finding themselves yet i do encourage you to do that because it's really really important to continue with this exercise so yes once you've done sitting back and reflecting what you want to do is just get a pen and paper and then list the goals that you have mentally and emotionally uh the goals in which you aim to grow in the goals in which you hope to achieve um you can set a time stamp on it I would usually give myself like six months to a year to accomplish one of my mental health goals. Um, But really, it's up to you. It's whatever works for you. I don't know if you guys ever heard of SMART goals. So SMART goals are basically goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time efficient. So whenever you're making your list, just think about, just think to yourself, is this goal SMART? And then when you you look at the goal, you say to yourself, is it smart? Is it measurable? Is it achievable? Et cetera, et cetera. And then if you feel like it fits that, those categories, then make that a priority goal. List as many goals as you want. Really like shoot for the stars. The sky is not the limit. Just go ahead. List as much as many as you can and apply the smart technique to each of those goals. If you notice that some goals are not really fitting to the category of SMART, I advise you to not eliminate them, but just, you know, put them aside maybe for another time. When you've achieved one goal on your vision board, maybe you can bring up, bring back in that one goal that you eliminated. So really try to, you know, um, narrow it down to a few goals which you can, you know, actually achieve. And even if you do reach halfway of one goal, it's still an accomplishment, honestly. So don't sell yourself short. Now, the only thing with vision boards is that nowadays we're actually, as a society, trying to become paperless and try to save the environment. So what I would advise you to do if you don't have any of the materials that you need to actually make a a physical vision board, like um, a board and uh, magazines, materials, stuff like that, I would advise you to do it virtually. And the reason I say that is because when you do it virtually, it really um, takes away the the physical element of trying to actually get it done. And it really puts you in a mindset to do it mindfully. You know what I mean? Like if you make a physical vision board, remember you're spending time to like cut out the paper and um, stick it on the board, make it look pretty and stuff like that. Which is fine. It's also effective to do it that way. But if you do it virtually, remember you're just in your element. You're in your head. You're thinking about what looks best. And really, it stimulates your mind more than your physical techniques. So that's kind of what I like about doing um, mental health vision boards uh, virtually. It really just makes you be in your head. You're in your head for about an hour, two hours, however long you decide to work on your vision board. You're just in your head and there's no distractions of 
oh, what marker should I use? What this should I use? Da, da, da. No, you're in one space and that what, that's what makes it even more effective in my opinion. So yes, what you're going to do is you can find a bunch of websites online that allow you to make vision boards and you can even create your own if you're good at Photoshop or editing, whatever it is. You can make your own, so the possibilities are endless, actually. The cool thing about this is that you don't have any restrictions, you know. I would personally, if, if you've never done this activity before, I would personally advise you to separate elements of your life and make vision boards for each aspect. So, for example, make a vision board for your romantic relationship, a vision board for your personal slash self-care regime make a vision board for your professional development make a vision board for your family uh ties in your relationship with your family so really it, it the possibilities are endless you can also make a general vision board but in order to instigate a little bit more clarity for each aspect of your life which you invest your time and energy in it makes more sense to do it uh compartmentalized so you can actually have clarity on what it is you need to work on in terms of the energy you give in your romantic relationship, the energy you give to your family, to your friends, etc, etc, etc. But all in all, guys, like once you put in the time and effort to get a vision board done, it really, really sets a tone for your manifestation. It helps you to achieve whatever goals you have in place, you know. Because now let's say six months from now, you come back and look at your vision board. You can actually pinpoint what you've accomplished and how far you've come in terms of that one goal. And another thing I want to mention is that don't overpower your vision board with too many elements to represent your goals. Because when you look back at it, you're going to get lost. You're going to be like, why did I put this in there? It's, it's really irrelevant. And you want your vision board to be completely concise and specific and clear, you know, it's to provide clarity for you. And if you look back and you're confused, then really there's there's no point of doing it. You're going to get there's going to be too much information for you to actually digest. So really less is more. Keep it simplistic. Keep it concise and um, easy to look back on and reflect on. Because six months from now, you're going <laughs> to look back and you're going to be like, ah, okay, this is what I've improved on. This is what I've almost accomplished. It's easier for you in the long term. So yes, I hope, I hope you guys do this exercise. It's really, really easy. It's not time consuming at all. And if you feel like your goals are time consuming to manifest and to visualize, then I don't really think you're... Um, interested and passionate about actually achieving your goals so whatever steps it is you have to take to get it done that's the first step you know and i do encourage you to always look back and reflect try to learn try to um gain as much wisdom as you can as possible when it comes to your mental health because honestly in the world we live in in the society we live in the physical world is just so exhausting and once we're finding happiness and accomplishments within us, I think we are going to strive and we're going to live long and happy lives uh, regardless of the external circumstances. So yes, good luck with your vision board and good luck for the rest of 2021. Best wishes to you and your family. I wish you all the peace, love and understanding that you guys need for this year. 
and yeah let me know how your vision board goes if you decide to do one just you know send a picture send a, a little video of your progress i would love to to uh be a part of the process as well oh and i almost forgot to mention uh don't forget to like share follow subscribe all that good stuff share with your friends your family your loved ones your side chick whoever um i just appreciate the support so thank you thank you and much love to you guys have a blessed day Mwah.